My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show. Hello, friends and family from around the country and literally around the world. This is another episode with me, your host, David J. Harris, Jr. And today, friends, I have the privilege and the honor to have one of the most amazing entertainers from singing to writing to acting that has ever graced Hollywood. Uh, he's very, 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 very well known. Frank has garnered three platinum albums, uh, 10 gold albums, and the gold singles, uh, and plenty of gold singles, and has uh, acted in over 60 films. Now, his last name obviously speaks volumes, but Frank has made a name all on his own. But he also is, of course, Sylvester Stallone's brother. We're going to get into a lot today, friends. We're going to get into a lot of who Frank is, why he is patriotically standing up for freedom in this country. Uh, we're going to talk about it. You're going to want to see this and share this. So without further ado, my guest today, none other than Frank Stallone. My brother, well, how are you doing? I'm doing good. It's uh, We went from nice weather in Florida, and now we're having torrential uh, rains here in Los Angeles. Yeah, the weather is uh, crazy for LA to be getting hit yeah. like that. I know it's yeah. storming there right now, but yeah. we had a we had an amazing time in Naples, yeah. Florida, for the event with President Donald J. Trump. Fantastic. Uh, you <laughs> tore up the stage. You you Thank you you had a set thirty minutes. It was supposed to be longer, but I think once Trump left, and then there was another comedian, and uh, it just it just kind of uh, your kind show of was amazing. Killed my set. Yeah, but you know I go back um, with with the president a long time. I used to play his casinos in Atlantic City. So I had a residency at Trump uh, Castle, and I also played Trump Plaza. And he was, you know, he was at my brother's 50th birthday party. I mean, he's, you know, he's been in the orbit for a long time. And he was, you know what? He was always been, well, he could charm the pants off anybody. I mean, he's very charming, you know, and, and he was very nice to take a picture with all my bandmates, all 10 of them, you know. And at the end, they were going, God, I didn't realize he's such a cool guy. I said, I told you. I said, you guys, you know, you guys watch too much CNN, man. You watch too much Don Lemon. I mean, this so at thing, the event in Naples that we just had last week, week yeah. and a half, he took a picture with you and all your bandmates. Yeah, and then at the end, I, I said, you know, Mr. President, I really wanted to get a picture of just you and I. He goes, absolutely. So everyone left. He got a picture of me and I. He goes, keep taking flicking. And then he went like this. This was what makes him Donald J. Trump. Then he walks over to the camera girl and goes, let me look at those pictures. He goes, all right, you're good looking enough. All right. No, but he went over to the camera girl and goes, let me look at those photos. That's awesome. Goes, you're he, handsome enough. Go ahead. He's no, so he, personable. So you mentioned some of your bandmates. Did some of them kind of think that he wasn't maybe, uh, that he was what the what the mainstream media talks well, about is the racist? You know, yeah, no, I don't think the, you know, I don't think it was that. I mean, I think he's the furthest thing from that. But I think a lot of musicians are, of course, a lot of artistic people are left wing for, they don't even know why they're left wing. Mm. Like it's hip to be, I mean, I consider myself extremely artistic. I mean, you're looking at maybe a 10th of all the books I have. So I'm fairly well read, self-educated and, and I'm very patriotic and, uh, and I consider myself an artist. I consider a lot of my friends that are artists that are very talented and they're very patriotic. So I don't think you have to be, patriotic and left wing it just seems like it's always been that way like in hollywood 
you know, there were the, you know, there were the Ronald Reagan type and the, and then there were the other types that were, you know, some parts of the House of Un-American Activities, communism and all that stuff like that. So it's always been a part of the arts, you know, and, uh, and, I, and I just think it's kind of stupid. I mean, I think it's kind of stupid not to really love your country. I, I, I mean, if I get brandished for being patriotic, I'm not, I'm not a lunatic. I'm not like a conspiracy theorist theorist or anything like that i just call it as i see it oh well the new word is racist it could be anything you know what i kind of like collies more than pit bulls oh man you're racist man yeah i mean (laughs) you're not allowed to have an opinion you know guy goes what do you like i go i kind of like redheads and blondes oh so you don't like latinos i I said i didn't say that you asked me i like oh you're racist man so i mean it's it's so stupid yeah. I mean, it really is a word that's been beaten to death. Before that, the, the big Democratic uh, slogan was, which they beat to death was, no one's above the law. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Constantly. If it, if it was Pee Wee Herman. Yet, hey, yet no they're the ones doing the it. Huh? Yeah, yet they're, yet they're the ones doing it. They say they're above the law. And now you've got this, you know, oh. Ghislaine Maxwell trial, right, oh. that they're keeping very under wraps that looks like probably there's going to be only some hand slap. If that at all, what what can you speak to that? Did you do you well, have any any behind the scenes of any well, uh, anything of Epstein's stuff that's should be coming out front and center right well, now? Well, no, he was not. No, he was not my hang. Okay, put that way. I've never met the guy, and I probably wouldn't like him anyway. But I mean, the thing is, uh, Bill Clinton again. I've never been to the island, but the airplane logs says you were there twenty six times. Airplane yeah. logs are very definite. They don't play around with the FDA. So you were there 26 times. Bill Gates' wife, under a cloak, said, well, you know, I didn't really like his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. He was there at the island. There are quite a few people that are kind of quaking in their boots. And from what I've heard, what he, what, how these women were treated, I mean, these were, these were not 21-year-olds. These were 14-year-olds. These were 13-year-olds. You know, and then they, again, well, Donald Trump, I said, yes, but Donald Trump threw him out of Mar-a-Lago yeah. because he knew he was a perv. Donald Trump, like most guys, everyone likes young, beautiful women, not 14. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, again, the, everything that goes wrong, they always blame Donald Trump. His kids say one thing, they go after his kids, but Hunter Biden's there naked smoking a crack pipe with a hooker and, <laughs> and Literally. nothing happens. Literally nothing. I mean, he's basically there on video with a schlong hanging out, smoking crack, high as a kite, with a hooker, talking about all kinds of personal things that you really want to yeah. talk about. I'm going, and his they have his computer. And then when I think back to 1974, 75, when Nixon got thrown out, what did he get thrown out for? Eavesdropping. You don't think the eavesdrop now? I mean, yeah. if you think about it, what did Nixon do? He's dropped, and he and he and he left his office. Bill yeah, Clinton got caught with semen, out. his semen on a girl's dress, and he stayed in office. So yeah. I mean, it, it's really it's really a double standard. Have you seen? Uh, have you seen? You, you obviously are connected, very connected behind the scenes with the Hollywood A listers and, and on down. Have yeah. you seen or heard from individuals that are just afraid to talk about what they know? Oh. Or especially to show their support for Trump, 
because they'd just be blacklisted? Well, how about this? How about my band members go, God, I love that picture. But Frank, don't post it because I, I, I still want to work. I won't work anymore. Wow. I said, are you serious? I said, wait a second. You had a picture with the duly elected president of the United States. Probably will go down in history later on as Nixon is more appreciated. Go down as one of the really good presidents, one of the good ones. And, and we live in a world that you're afraid that you'll never work again. Oh, well, the guy that books us is really a left wing. I said, well, too bad for him. He's a sick individual. Because yeah. now you're going to go after someone's livelihood because you don't like the way they vote. You know, David, I've lost friends I've had for 50 years. 50 wow. years. Band wow. member. I, I said, why? How come we're not on Facebook? or Amazon? I goes, well, you know, I really hate Trump. I, I said, are you serious? Did I go after you because you liked Hillary, who's a mop? Mm. Did I go after you? Did I unfriend you because of that? So you're unfriending me because I am, as an American, it's my my God-given right to choose who I like, who I don't like. So mm. the Democrats have become, they should be called the Democrats. They've become <laughs> a horrible group of people. When I was you know, a kid, I, Democrats were kind of, you know, hit, hip and loose like JFK type, you know what I mean? Now they're these. It's totally different. Nasty. I mean, when I look at Chuck Schumer and I look at the Penguin, you know, uh, what's his name? Nadler. Oh, oh, Jerry God. Nadler. That's a disgusting. <laughs> his zipper is <laughs> under the Penguin. <laughs> he is. But now his yeah. zipper is here. He's lost. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. No, he's yeah. got like, you know, he's got Stan Laurel, Oliver Hardy pants on from Laurel and Hardy, and he lost like 100 pounds. He's an evil troll. And I think Nancy Pelosi is might might be, in my life, one of the most despicable human beings I've ever seen. Why she is still in office? Who, even if you hated the president, who would sit there behind you and tear up the State of the Union address like this and get away with it? Can you imagine if you did that in the old days with Reagan? You'd be out so fast. If Wouldn't anybody you? did that under Obama. You, you oh, if somebody did that under Obama? Out. You would be out if, like, Trent Lott. And you wonder, why did Trent Lott get bounced? What did he do? Yeah. I mean, isn't there this girl, guy from California that was sleeping with the Chinese hooker that's a spy? Yep, Eric Swalwell. How's he still in? How? I don't get it. Yeah, and very well known. Walking sleeping around with a spy. Working. Yeah, she was a spy and a hooker, basically. And then... Yep. Her in the hair salon without a mask. And the woman lost her business. Yeah. And Nancy Pelosi's walking around without a mask. I mean, our Indian. Have you you seen the level of contempt like we do right now with the brazen, what's good for me is not good for you, you peasants from 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 the Democrat Party? Yeah, let him eat cake. Oh, yeah, the definitely let him eat cake type situation. Well, I see it every day. I mean, I have a documentary out, and we were talking about previously. I've been shadow banned on Instagram for being mm-hmm. not – I never said go out and riot, do this. Do, I make little jokes, and I love my country, and I think the people that serve our country as firemen, cops, first responders, military, deserve that, rightfully yes. so. When I grew up, remember, I'm up there. 
an age. So when I grew up, most cops, most firemen, all these guys were all World War II vets or Korean vets. And even some of the old cops were World War I vets. So if you, I mean, it would be unimaginable to burn or step on a flag. They would probably pull their car over and kill you. I mean, you probably get beaten to death by these guys. These are guys that four years into trenches in World War II, their best friends killed and stuff like that. These are people like my, that get emotional here when they hear, you know, the national anthem. So if, you, if they ever saw some punk burn a flag or desecrate, they, they would probably kill you. I'm serious. I mean, these were old school guys. Like the cops in those days were old school guys. They didn't take any nonsense. Probably you know, talking about like in the 70s, 70s, 80s? 70s and 60s. It would 60s never happen. and 70s, yeah. Listen, when they had the anti-war protests, these guys, these truckers and team would go and beat the crap out of these guys. Like you would and never you, see Antifa and BLM now. These guys in no. those days were too tough. They would just beat the living crap out of you. And you'd wish you went to jail. You know, the 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 absolute bent from and now we're seeing it. We're seeing the uh, the repercussions from Democrats all the way up to Joe Biden, our current president on paper, that said that yeah, reimagining policing and redirecting funds for police. He was for that. He he was open about it. Kamala and all these other Democrats, all these states, these blue states around the country. Now they're literally asking for more funding because because what we shared would happen is happening. But it's the constituents, it's the Americans, it's the citizens in those cities that are that are suffering for it, where you've got in Beverly Hills. I mean, I was just watching. You saw what just happened. Calabasas. How about that? shot 12 o'clock at night. Shot, uh, not, uh, uh, assaulted, excuse me, not shot. He was assaulted and robbed. Coming from the Sagebrush Cantina, which is like a lovely place. The guy's driving a Porsche. So nowadays, you're not supposed to drive anything nice or wear a, wear a watch. Well, I'm wearing a nice watch. Why don't you try to take it off? Find out what happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's going to start happening because people are getting tired of that stuff. There is, you know, and, 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 and the thing is, I lived for a long time in a pretty rough neighborhood in New Jersey, considered the rectum of New Jersey, Trenton, New Jersey, really rough. And Camden, I never had any situations in the street. I was, I was basically the only white guy in the street. Never had a problem. I was boxing. I was at the gym fighting all the time. Because I mind my business and I was nice to people, you know. Mm. Now, you, it's it's it, it's people. This this yeah. I never saw that. People were like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" Blah, 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 blah. Good morning, stuff like this. Now this this animosity towards each other. These this poor lady, eighty one years old, shot in the back in her house. You know, Clarence event. What a wonderful lady. She was a philanthropist, loved by everyone, and that's it. That's how you end. They worked hard their life, lived in Beverly Hills. He's 90 years old, and he's got to live the rest of his life. He probably won't make it. His wife is dead, murdered by a punk who I think they should take him out in the field and shoot him, like in the old days, a firing squad. You're guilty you did it. The guy that drove through the Christmas parade, you're guilty. They got yeah. you. you, those, you are, we, and the, and those should be the obvious answers and responses from the media, but you're talking about the, the, the SUV as the mainstream media and all these all these uh, publications put out, they don't call it what it is, a racist, lunatic, insane black guy that wanted to kill people. They say, oh, an SUV drove through the streets. Well, that's what, yeah, they don't identify. It's like if a white guy did, okay, white male did this, okay, black yeah. male did this, Hispanic male. But what you're doing is telling the truth. And that's right. okay. 
but 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 the but but the thing is it's that I've I've never seen this kind of you know, listen. Listen, I'm Italian. Italians weren't like welcome with open arms to the United States either. Yeah, Greaseball, Guinea, Dago, all that shit like that. So we go listen, there's a lot of Italians I don't like. I, I don't I don't think when they glory I mean, listen, we all like the Godfather and stuff like that, but I mean right. that's a movie. That's not real. Yeah. When they come and jack your ass up and want to get payoffs, it's like go ask someone that lives in a rough black neighborhood if they want to defend the cops. Hell no. They mm-hmm. want the cops there. Right. But people in Beverly Hills have no sense of reality because they live in a cloistered society where they have a wall around their house and they don't like guns, but they have an armed guard. Okay. Right. But the how hypocrisy. about Joe? Right. But how about Joe Blow that lives in Nickerson Gardens out here where it's it's so crime infested, you think they want to get rid of police? That would cause total mayhem. So yeah. it so it's baloney. I think anyone with any common sense, why would you want to defund defund something or someone or a group that could help you? Are you what if your house burns on fire? You want you want to get rid of the fire department? These people are idiots. And yet they're making policies that are impacting and affecting all of us, like this national this uh, statewide mask mandate that your oh. governor Nussolini, I like to call him, has oh, just implemented. That's supposed to start tomorrow over this uh, moronic. If you rearrange Omicron, it's moronic variant. Well, I'm not uh, worried. I personally that. believe the final variant is communism. Brand new shirt, David Harris Jr. I love that. Well, I also like that other T-shirt. I got to get one, man. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, Let's Go Brandon with the Trump skull. That is the classic with <laughs> the Trump skull. Oh, I'd wear that too. You, yeah, I'd wear. You know, because. But I think people, David, are starting to get it now. People are going, wait a second. All these people coming over the border that are illegal that we know nothing about. Yeah. You don't know if they're gangsters or they're murderers or they may have AIDS or whatever. There's MS-13. These are cutthroat, murdering, marauding gangs. And this idiot is letting them in. And all, now all the Latino people before going, oh, yes, you know, my, I said, they're not your people. Know what they are? The people are going to take your job because they're yeah. going to undercut where you're getting at $8 an hour and they'll do it for four and you'll be out of work. Well, it goes all the way back to Dr. Martin Luther King. He was against uh, illegal immigration as well because of the same totally. reason. He said the illegal immigration is going to flood the, the the inner cities and the small communities, the urban ones, and they're going to take jobs. People want to come in, come in legally. Legally. What do you think Martin, uh, Dr. King would be like if he could see what's going on? He probably would jump back in his coffin and go away. I don't know. I think he'd try to be one of the loudest and largest voices out there, and he would be. But I think he's definitely uh, sad at the state of affairs of our current country right now. But they would have probably dissed him now. Oh, yeah, he would have. He'd be called everything that I've been called. Candace Owens has been called. Brandon Tatum. All of us black Americans. I mean, I'm I'm pigment enough. I'm I'm part of the black community, even though my mom was Irish, uh, white and Irish. But I'm still branded You're a racist. You're black Irish. Whitely, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like Colin I'm still Farrell. branded a white nationalist, racist, coon. And then, and then it doesn't stop there. From the black community, I'm the coon and I'm the sellout because I'm trying to wake them up to the, de- the, the divisiveness and the deviancy of this current administration. Look what they did to Larry Elder. Yeah. Out here. Here, Larry Elder grew up in South Central LA. Rough. And he really made something of himself. You know, he's worked hard. And they called him, you you name it, they called him everything from the black community. Right. I said, wouldn't you like use him like as a model or like a Colin Powell? 
So instead of putting up a statue of George, whatever his name was, what's his name? Uh, George Floyd. Floyd. Why don't you oh, put yeah, a statue of Colin Powell, four-star yeah. general? Why don't you yeah. put a statue up, if you want to go that way, Condoleezza Rice? Yeah. I mean, but you put up Thomas a kind of seven-time seven felon. Yeah, I don't agree what happened, but still, he's not a figurehead you want to sit there and go, hey, I want to be like this guy. But, yeah, but that's and that to me on. shows it, it shows the power of the and the persuasion of the mainstream media, where they literally, it's programming. I think people forget they call television programming, and it's programming for a reason. Yeah, and they're programming the masses of people to believe and think and feel emotionally over the issues that they want us to feel a certain way about. Uh, now we're buying it, David. I, I think people are wait, like you said, they're starting to wake up and go, wait a second, our jobs are going away, but mostly. Our freedoms are going away. Yeah. And crime is rampant. I mean, I cannot believe who would say, okay, only if you take $990, you won't be crossed. That's almost $1,000 worth of goods. Oh, and they're not so, even listening to that anymore. Yeah, but how about this? So who takes care of the store? Who, 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 who takes care of all the merchandise stolen? Nobody. So I think what's going to happen, people are starting to say, you know what? My friend, who I'll leave nameless, owns a gun store in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills is, I guess you would say, somewhat left, you know. Mm, really? He, sold, he said, Frank, I've never sold more guns than in my life. I sold 27 handguns last Saturday. Legally, wow. not illegally. I said, right. to who? He goes, mostly all first-time gun owners. You mean, you mean all the lefties that kind of pick on me because I'm a competitive <laughs> shooter? Now they want guns, and they don't know how to shoot them, but they want because they're afraid. I said, well, they should be afraid. Yeah. You saw what happened to Mr. Evan. Some punk scumbag went in the house and murdered his 81-year-old wife. For what? People were going, well, it was probably a hit. Hit what? What would you hit an 81-year-old lady whose husband's yeah. 90 years old was in the record business during the Temptations era? You know, on Motown, wow. all that stuff. What, what kind of hit? Because well, someone didn't get a record deal 30 years ago? Come on, man. There was just some scum that went in there and he should be, you know, I'm an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth guy. You know what? You want, you take a life, you lose yours because that was yeah. just cold blooded murder. Nothing else. Yeah. I understand. Unfortunately, defending themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And at least we're hearing, that's great to hear that the, that people are arming themselves. I think that's really the only answer and solution. The police aren't going to get there in time. And the police are being defunded by the politicians, the, the leftists that are saying, hey, we need to redirect their funding to social workers. Uh, so it's coming back to thank yeah. God for our Second Amendment. Well, you know what? We have a new uh, police chief in Beverly Hills and former Marine tough guy. And he says stuff's ending. And I think basically nice. what he said, he said, I'll take this job. Will you let me run this police force? Not you, not Mr. Sitting on your ass at home. Uh, on the commission, we're in the we're in the streets. If not, you're going to lose the city. You're going to lose it because uh, and it's and it's a terrible. It's fearful. I got to tell you, I'm not and you're talking about Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. He's even, saying he's saying you're going to lose Beverly Hills. That's what they kind of lost it. I mean, you saw uh, there've been armed robberies in broad daylight when someone's getting their car. Yep. At you know at uh, you know at the valet you know even these... just sitting and eating lunch. Yeah, that's right. How just about on lunch? Four people sitting there. These dudes come up with guns, but I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, where are you living in Texas? Yep, just north of Dallas. Well, yeah. there you go. 
I love that. Make my day law. But the thing yes. is, uh, there's a thing about a armed society is a polite society. Because you might pull up on Granny, she might pop you right between the eyes if you try to rob her <laughs> or hurt her children. And yeah. I think women, uh, you know, I've been around guns all my life, and women would shoot someone way faster than a guy when it comes to their family and children. What do you think about it? Boom. Yep. Let's take you right out. And I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, they ask for it and they're getting it. You want to you yeah. want to have people live in fear. They're afraid to go into Beverly Hills. People are that's afraid insane. to go into Beverly Hills. It's insane to me. It's just okay. crazy. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, and, and the police, I mean, I have a lot of cop friends. I go, and this is what they're saying. I just can't wait, man, till my bit's over. I'm retiring. I can't wait wow. to get out of here. Not wow. anymore like, hey, I really want to do my job to go, no, let's screw it. I'm just punching in. I said, are you going on calls? He goes, hell no. He goes, why? We, 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 wow. we, we can't do anything right. We protect yeah, especially somebody. if they show up and the perp's black and they shoot him. Now they're a national headline. Yeah. But how about the black dude that shot that black cop that was a 34-year-old veteran, retired, loved David by Moore. everybody. He was just yeah. helping his friend out, watching the store. And the guy came yeah. in and assassinated him. Why is that not front page news all the time? It should be. You know, it the guy be. That, when Kyle Rittenhouse, oh, well, he shot that guy. Yeah, but Mr. Rosenbaum was a repeat pedophile scumbag. Yep. He threatened to kill him. And the other guy said, I had a gun. Well, Kyle Rittenhouse's gun was out like this. So he wasn't yeah. hiding his gun. But well, the guy tried to shoot him with the pistol, actually was packing a gun, and he was a rioter. So he was there to do mayhem to shoot somebody. Yeah, and he was a convicted criminal as well. I think he was a rat feeder. All three were. Yep. And it has nothing, but they always bring it back, David, to race. It has nothing to do with race. When someone has a gun to your head, you know. Who You're not thinking about what color they are. From Mongolia. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, it's. it's I interviewed. I, uh, I interviewed Kyle last week, and uh, I asked him what he was feeling in the moments when he had to pull the trigger, and he said, "I here. thought I was going to die." He said, "I literally thought he was. He was thinking in his head, this is where my boy. life ends.' At seven, he was seventeen and a half. He's thinking, yeah. this is where I die, right here.' And he looks like a nice kid. Yeah, he was a very nice kid. But I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to be a rich nice kid because. Oh, These yeah. People, oh, yeah. If, if the other guy had the Indian looking at him in the face, got like 200 yep. million, what do you think this guy's going to get? Oh, yeah. He should own CNN, MSNBC, even oh. Facebook. You know, Zuck, oh, oh, Zuck yeah. actually came out and said, he's on video. I, I played it during that our, our interview. Zuck actually said, we've classified this as a mass murder. Zuckerberg before before be judge, in, jury, anything. Zuckerberg should be in prison, first of all, for antitrust laws. I hope he's going to be on his ass. Do you remember the movie Trading Places? Yeah, oh yeah. He's going to be Dan Aykroyd because you know what? <laughs> Him and that idiot Dorsey, who looks like he's got who's mental stepped down. Yeah, uh, stepped uh, out because they're going to get Coincidentally, the for day one of the trial, Glenn Maxwell, they say, ah, oh, there's no connections. Who knows? I don't know, but. Yeah, no, no connection. But here's the thing. These guys, first of all, we're going to take the House and Senate back because there's nobody... Uh, we talked about something where I, I think we talked about something where Joe Manchin, if he wanted to, I'd love to sit down and have a drink with him and say, you know, you could actually become a folk hero. You could become yeah. the Will Rogers of the 21st century if you told the Democratic Party, shove it. Yeah. And you went to he the could. Republican Party, you would be the superstar because yeah. that's not your party anymore because he's kind of a moderate. 
You know, he's not yeah. he's not a bad guy. And if I was Christian Cinema, I'd tell him to go screw it too. Did yep. they stick up for her when people were chasing her in a bathroom? Nope. Exactly. No. They didn't. Yeah, those those two definitely have uh the ball in their court if they I chose to uh, it, to do something. Uh I wanna I'm gonna take a quick word real quick for my sponsor. I wanna get back. We're gonna talk about some censorship you're dealing with. Your oh, yeah. documentary that I think is going to be uh, amazing. I haven't seen the clips of it, but I can't wait to watch it uh, yeah. myself. Censorship over that, freedom, and then we'll get into some other stuff. I'll be right back. You got it, David. Friends, if you love the David J. Harris Jr. Show, please share it. And then also, a great way to support me is to do something nice for yourself or a loved one by going over to MyPillow.com or MyStore.com and finding something nice. Mike Lindell is a patriot that is still fighting for the truth to come out from 2020, uh, the election, and he's trying to also make sure it doesn't happen again in 2022 or 2024. He spent millions of dollars trying to get the truth out, and all he's asking for is for, hey, you know what? We need to see truth and justice uh, and integrity in our elections. So I love his products. He's also trying to rival Amazon. So mystore.com is Mike's mypillow.com go find something nice and he's keeping the best discounts along with the code trump 2020 because he believes trump 2020 the year 2020 is going to be very pivotal moving forward so use that code trump 2020 and get over to mypillow or mystore.com after the show all right frank well i just want to say i have four my pillows <laughs> nice. yeah i've had them. nice and you know they're great and you know Mike's got to change up the commercial a little bit. I love him, but you know, at least he's not wearing the blue shirt anymore. He's like mixing it up a little bit. <laughs> have you? Yeah, do, you have his, uh, do you have anything else? I love his mattress topper. Uh, we had a nice mattress already, that. but we got his. I'll, I'll send you one. I'll send you a mattress topper, and I'll send you some of these shirts. California King, baby. That's what I sleep on. All right. I'm a Leo. I need the California King. No, but I got to tell you, his stuff is good, and 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 his story's an incredible story. Yes. Yeah. Again, from here's crack a guy, addict to CEO. What are the odds? Yeah. His book's amazing. But here's a guy that just, I mean, they trying to kill this guy, but they won't. You know what? He's got too many people that like him. I heard he's a real decent guy too. He's amazing. He's a he's a good friend of mine. Yeah, he's a great it's guy. A great story. No, but seriously, I bought. I've had my my pillows for like four years. Nice. I got. I no. I got them before the whole Trump thing. Oh wow, yeah, four years. Oh ago, no, I got, right. I, I, yeah. maybe longer than four years, maybe six years. I've had, I have two of them. I, I love them. I, but I, I just like that stuff's made here, and that he's a patriot. And from what he went through, is a pretty amazing story. Yeah, they they canceled him like crazy as soon he as soon as he came out, just trying to talk to, then uh, I think first candidate and President Trump, uh, Trump just immediately the backlash was insane so i'm glad you love it i'll get you uh i'll have a mattress topper sent to you really? uh and maybe some towels well, and friends use that code trump 2020 when you get over there to mypillow.com michael oh, you're right here and they work folks believe me my neck is like the bad road in china so it works <laughs> so hey let's get into this censorship i want to get over to your documentary as well because yeah. they've been trying to you're not even very political on your pages but no, i know no. instagram they've kept you you know, at the 140 mark, where are you at on, on one, Instagram? I, I was a year and a half ago, like 160 and climbing. And I've done probably on my documentary, I had one of the best publicity firms in the country, Rogers and Cowan and PMK. I probably did, oh, well over 200 interviews. I mean, I did Hannity. I did Brian Kilmeade. I did my man, David Webb. I did a 
tons. I mean, tons. And it kept going down. And I didn't say one thing political in any of the interviews. And my and my publicist said, Frank, just don't post anything for the, like the next eight weeks. It's political, just fun stuff. And down, down, down. And to me, that is the greatest disservice that you could yeah. do to an American. People fought and died for our First Amendment rights. And these people, and I just think of some little creep wearing Birkenstocks with a man bun raining on my parade. And they're just like, grab me. You know what I mean? No, I just think of some yep. guy, you know, just some clearasil ridden little creep that's getting in my way because that's my livelihood. Yeah. This movie is about my life. This is a painful, well, it's actually kind of a fun movie, but fun comes from a lot of pain and a lot of sacrifice over the many years uh, I, I went through. I mean, and I just got to thank all the wonderful people that are in it. My brother's all through it. He's actually funnier in, in my movie than he is in any of his own movies. Okay. Arnold Bennett, <laughs> Guns N' Roses, Hall & Oates, Bon Jovi, not John, but Richie Sambor, Danny Aiello, Geraldo Rivera. So a lot of like 50 people. And I mean, Billy. He needs, a wake, he needs a wake up call, Geraldo. I know. Billy. He's pushing Billy these Williams. mandatory vax. You know what? He's kind of like, there's some days I really love Geraldo. I mean, I like him as a person. He's a friend of mine. And there's some days they just want to, what are you thinking, man? Get out. Woodstock is over. Right. Wooden ships have sold. So, you know, and when he gets into it with Bongino, I said, Bongino, I wouldn't want to mess with. Bongino looked a pretty no. tough guy. And he yeah. gets into calling Bongino a punk. I said, well, I think that's the last thing Dan Bongino is, is a punk. Yeah, I would, I would, You know, Geraldo, you're 77 years old. This guy would, like, smash your head in two seconds, you know? But uh, <laughs> He must feel empowered in his uh, in his elder years. Yeah. Always going to hit you know, a 77-year-old. But Dan lived the life, man. I mean, you know, he yeah. he was a Secret Service guy. Yeah, you know? well, and Dan's a uh, real deal. It's But, you know, I heard, though, David, uh, that they are cleaning house at uh, CNN enough. Uh, they got rid of Cuomo. I think Don Lemon will be next. Is he on CNN? Yeah, he is, but they He's just horrible. brought over Chris Wallace. I think that's probably what they're trying to do. They're like, hey, let's bring this figurehead Chris Wallace over to CNN, but I thought he already Chris worked for never, CNN. He was, he was just still on Fox's payroll. Don't you think Chris was always a quasi-liberal? Yeah, I do. 100%. Yeah, I, I think he belonged on CNN. I don't know why Fox kept him as long as they did. Yeah, I don't know why. What's his name's on there? Oh God, what's this guy? Drives me crazy. Oh, Juan Williams. What up? Oh hack. yeah, no, Juan is another CNN plant. What a hack! Do you think yeah. they have him there so they can use him as a punch bag, like Jesse Waters and all those guys, Greg Gutfield, because they go after him. They, they must have them on there to try to equal the playing field so that they are not just only conservatives or people with, in my point of view, my, my perspective, people with accurate, sane uh, perspective on life. When you got Juan talking. It's like, what are you even talking about? That doesn't even make any sense. Or Jessica Tarlov. First yeah. of all, why is she even on the show? What is, she's like Coella DeVille from 101 Damage. <laughs> so why is she even on the show? Hey, let's talk about Joe. Let's talk about Joe Biden. How long did, did you vote for Joe? Are you kidding? <laughs> I've always thought he was a buffoon 30 years ago. He was always putting his foot in his mouth. I mean, here's a guy talking about equality. You gave the eulogy 
the senator of Virginia that was the grand cyclops of the KKK. Also, Hillary was there too. So, yep, Hillary you've seen too. what he said. Well, he's pretty smart for a colored guy. Like, or something dumb. Didn't he say something like that? He said quite a few dumb things like that. And even in no, recent years. He goes, you know, for a black guy, he's a pretty smart guy. He goes, yeah. It's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So uh, is most of I your family think cons- I think he's cognitively gone. He's shot. Is most of your family conservative? Where does Sly fall on the radar? He was I'd actually, say they're I, conservative. I, I heard Sylvester was supposed to be in Naples. Was he planning on maybe coming yeah. and then just didn't make it? Yeah, he. I think he was out of town. I'd say my mother... God rest her soul. She died last year. She would have been 100 November wow. 29th. But she liked Trump. But mm. she would, I, I would say, you know, but they're different. They were Roosevelt Democrats. My mother was born in 1921. So when Roosevelt was president, she was a grown woman. So my father and her were kind of Roosevelt Democrats, okay? Truman Democrats, which now would be considered totally Republican. Yeah. I mean, Truman dropped the A-bomb. You know what I'm saying? That, that's not like a liberal thing to do. Right. And so I would think, but they liked, she liked Trump. My father passed before Trump, but I think they liked Trump, you know. And uh, see, I love the outrageousness. I mean, like I used to love Ted Turner when they called him Captain Outrageous. Because he was, he, was he was a renegade, man. Yeah. And Trump, but he got things done. You see all my Trump statues behind me? I got all of them. Yep. Let me go. Let me go full screen. I'm going to pull me out. I'm going to pull me out of the shot for those watching. Uh, Yeah. See, there's Trump, Teddy Roosevelt, Ronald Reagan, Sleepy Joe's all the way in the back. He's hidden. You got Eisenhower, Truman, all those Nixon, all the good guys, and but all the guys we don't like are in the back, back of the class. See. You got a gold mask of Muhammad Ali up there, too? Muhammad Ali, yeah, man. Another renegade. That was great. But the thing is, it's when I look at Joe Biden and, I, and I'm sitting there and, and when my Democratic friends, I said, I said, you don't open your mouth. Do not open your mouth to me. You put this bozo in office. And now gas prices are over $6 and change in California. You put this guy in office. Because you didn't like his tweets. His tweets were mean. Well, you know what? If the news would have given the stories right, he wouldn't have had to tweet all the time. Yeah, That's the only way he had to defend himself. Yep. 100%. They lied about everything. I mean, I listened to Jen Psaki, and, and she, you know, she looks like she's going to be playing child's play too. You know, <laughs> I mean, Chucky. I mean, this girl just sits there and lies through her I, teeth. Through, she and, lies but through I her teeth. Love, I love that. What's his name? Oh, oh, Peter Ducey. He really yeah. gets under her skin. Yeah, yeah and you know he's a real. He's I like him, but he's got the mask on. But you can see that look in his eye when she's like spinning this, and it's almost like, really, like it's, yeah. It, you know when he she when she calls on him, she's dreading it because he's a young, smart kid, mm-hmm. and boy, he lays it to her. Yeah, he does. It's like, but you need someone like that. It's like when you had that idiot that kept going after Trump's nerves. What, whatever happened to him? That uh, uh, um, Jim Acosta. Acosta, yeah, I don't know. Whatever, he disappeared. What he happened? did disappear. I ran into him actually outside the White House one night with uh, uh, with a good friend of mine, Mark Dice, and mm-hmm. uh, he was rude. He was he rude. Was the and he, we were videotaping him, and as soon as we stopped the video, he started cussing us out. 
call us MRFers in front of other people and kids. There was like, like well, you're pretty kids guys. Lucky you didn't like smash him. He's an idiot. Look how he talked to the president of the United States. You yeah. me? You know, listen, I, I was not an Obama fan at all. I think me he was neither. kind of a divisive person. I think he really started a lot of this divisiveness, but he's still the president of the United States. I wouldn't sit there. Hey, man, you know, only one I've ever been like that with is 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 Bozo, the clown we have now. I just I cannot. It's an embarrassment. I mean, yeah. think about when you think about these oligarchs, when you think about Putin and China, they're going, are you kidding me? This guy, this guy, this is the easiest. This is a, this is a takeover. This is a joke. They're going. That's exactly what they're thinking. You people put this these two idiots in office. Both of them. She's dumber than he is. She's just yeah. a cackling buffoon. They're both puppet. They're both puppets. Yeah, and Nancy Pelosi is the Wizard of Oz in this thing, and she should she should be thrown out of office. And I think, you know, it's the tide. You know, David, the tide is turning a little bit against them. I believe so. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, with inflation up. Uh, you know, 14, 14%, 13%, 14% highest in decades. All, all, you, everything all over the country, the invasion at the border. I, I posted a video earlier. They're that? now dropping off illegals on the beaches in Jupiter, Jupiter, uh, Florida. And how about Afghanistan? Wars. How about that? What's that? Just Afghanistan alone. And, just, and, and that's not even mentioning Afghanistan. Yeah. 13 innocent people. And, you know, a lot of these women said, I've never heard from the White House. They lost their child. And you gave up Disgrace. Bagram Air Base, which cost us $7 billion. You left $89 billion worth of military ordnance. An idiot would know better than that. So when you look at this stuff, and so I get, I, I have to watch myself. I get a little hot under the collar. I said, don't you defend this guy in front of me. Don't you dare. You put this bozo in office. And I would never say about any other president. You know, Clinton... I mean, Clinton is like Roosevelt compared to this guy. <laughs> yeah. But Bill wasn't like a bad president. I mean, you know, our, you know, our budget was kind of, I mean, I just didn't agree with a lot of stuff he did, but he wasn't like a bad president. I mean, he was pretty fiscally smart and stuff like that. I mean, he's, you know, he's not a dumbbell. He's a Rhodes Scholar. You know what I'm saying? Hillary, yeah. that's another story. A whole other story. whole other story. The greatest thing is, well, thank God that Donald Trump is not running is just this Remember, And he said, yeah, if I was, you'd be in jail. Yes. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he just, she can't go head to head with him. Crazy. No, there's no way. He's sharp, she's already, man. And she's already trying to call out the GOP and conservatives. You know, she's already worried for 2024 saying that the GOP will lose her. We don't believe in listening to anything Hillary has to say anyway, but, uh, but David, but no, but let's get it back to the censorship. So basically I've, I am not radical at all. I mean, I don't. I don't like seeing people get hurt. I don't like seeing people. I, you know, I think people should be able to protest. But I think people should be able to protest. Find an allocated place, like a football field or a stadium, and you can do all you did. Like when yeah, Dr. Peacefully. King, but Dr. King didn't block streets and beat up people. You, right. I mean, he had a million people in Washington, and there were no incidents. Right. They stayed in one place. They did their thing, and that's fine. But I think out here, when you're blocking traffic, and what if someone's in, in an ambulance dying and has to get to the hospital, and you've blocked yeah. all the streets off and they die? How about that? You know. So well, between I, between that and letting building starting buildings on fire with people still inside of them, which they've done, 
you know, and all the rioting. It's just, uh, it's insane. But if you listen to the Democrats, they say, oh, there's no such thing as Antifa. That's made up. Jerry Nadler said that. I'm trying Um, to find out the worst mayor. Probably Beetlejuice. She's pretty bad in Chicago. Yeah, Lori Lightfoot. (laughs) I mean, I I knew exactly who you were talking about. (laughs) I go, she's alarming. She's scary. And Pritzker, who looks like John Candy, this guy, who, who elects these people? I, I think that I think that we have to get we have to resolve the issue of the voting machines. Oh yeah, because I I wouldn't doubt if the will of the people actually hasn't been followed being followed for decades. Oh, decades. I mean, you know for a fact. I mean, I told my friend. I had to look at. I said, "Are you trying to tell me Joe Biden? Joe Biden got more black votes than Obama? Are you are you insane?" I mean, are you literally telling me that you're telling me about maybe the dumbest, worst president we have ever had got more votes than any president in history? 80 million. Exactly. Right. And Donald Trump at 76 million was more votes than any president ever got. But this guy got four million more votes than Donald Trump, a guy that campaigned like twice on a flatbed truck with 20 people. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I mean, it should it should be common sense, Frank. It should be it should be common idiot. sense to these people, but they don't they don't they don't believe it. It's like where's the blockage? I, it's it's almost like there's a spiritual guise of a spiritual like deception on some of these people yeah. that they just are unwilling to actually acknowledge what should be common sense. Mail-in votes of dead people, people that died during the Civil War. Hey, man. <laughs> No, but the thing is, I think the mail-in voting, the Democrats, one thing, they jumped on the COVID thing. With, I think mail-in voting should be outlawed. Only yes. time should be absentee and for a reason, and you have to be vetted. Okay? Get yeah. off your fat ass on election day and go out and vote like they've been doing for yep. years. When I was a kid, the first time I voted, believe it or not, I voted for McGovern. But I was 21 years old, you know, and he uh. was, you know, cool guy, you know, whatever. But people, that's what people did. You have all year to plan. It's election day. You go out and vote. Not two weeks before, not two weeks after, that day. And you should have the results in that night, like every other president. And I think where Donald Trump missed the boat because he had bad advisors. When we had the House and Senate, he should have gone right in for voter ID and voter reform. Right in. We would have had that, and he would still be the president. Yep. Those yep, machines should have gotten down the first two years. Was in. Those machines are rigged. Everyone knows they're rigged. But I think what happened, I mean, the telltale sign, David, should have been all these polling booths have monitors. They're supposed to have monitors that walk around and make sure everything's right. What yeah. do you mean he's throwing us out? You can't do that. Exactly. They have these thugs there. And then you have these, these plastic crates with these mail-in votes underneath and everything's cloak and dagger. I mean, are people that stupid, really? And I mean, they got away with it, Frank. I know. They got away with it. You know, that's, I don't that's know. That's the heartbreaking thing about all of it. But again, I, I just, I believe all things work together for good. That's a promise in scripture that I stand on. All I things believe work together too. for good. And I believe that it's going to wind up being an exposing of what has been taking place in our country. And uh, and it's going to wake a lot of people up in the process. I think this was think almost necessary. I think people are waking up. I think, I think it was having... necessary, though. For Joe Fire to get in. remorse. 
Abs- oh, oh yeah, a billion percent. People are like, "What the heck did well, we do?" Even if he got, <laughs> even if he got sixty million votes, that's sixty million votes too many for Joe How Biden. About Twenty million. But how about? Remember they called him one percent Joe because that's all he ever got when he ran for president. One <laughs> yeah. percent Joe. So if then he gets more votes in history. If Buddha bitch, whatever his name is, that clown, and Amy Klobuchar would have stepped down. This is what I heard, and I, I'm, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but what Tell I heard, us, Frank. Was Obama wanted nothing to do with Joe Biden when he was running for president, right? I heard nothing. that. I heard that. So when Buddha dumbbell whatever from Illinois, Indiana, and Amy Klobuchar all stepped down, I heard the deal was that Obama would get behind him if he ran with a woman of color. That's what I heard. Because you notice right mm. then he jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah. And Amy Klomachur and, and Buddha, whatever his name is. Remember, they stepped so. down. Yeah. They stepped down. Could be true. I don't know. But all I know is Biden, I mean Obama what nothing to do with this guy. That's a good that's a good way. That oh Biden. That's a good one. Oh Biden. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want anything to he didn't want anything to do with this with this guy because I think he knew he was an idiot. Well, he knew I he was mean, crooked. He figured all of his, you know, all of his crooked dealings with the Ukraine and all that would blow up in his face and Hunter Biden and China. It's like he just probably was thinking there's no way this can't come out and totally destroy his credibility and his chance. David, they have him dead to rights, Hunter Biden. Yeah. Where's the laptop? Where's the Durham report? What the hell is going on? Yes. When is Durham going to bring this report out that everyone's been like all excited about? When's that coming out? I want to know the same thing. What is I he sitting know. on? What it, I, I, you know what I feel? And, and we talked about it, my family. Poor President Trump had a lot of people that stabbed him in the back. There's only yeah, a few did. people that stood with him, you know. But even Mike Pence, whether right or wrong, Mike is toast. He's out. Yeah, it was wrong. <laughs> Absolutely wrong what he did. He should have he stood should, behind the president. He should have, uh, he should have allowed the Senate to actually look at all of the evidence that was being brought forth to have to do with uh, voter uh, irregularities, voter fraud. He, he chose not to do it. and But again, Man. I always go back. To, I say, what's the silver lining? I believe this had to happen this way because it was necessary to wake up the masses of people You're that right, have dude. had that cloak of just d- deception <clears throat> and believe the lies to see what this president, just Joe Biden, would do. And now we're seeing it. Well, the press can't hide now. It's out in the open. We're True. just the proof is in the pudding. People are storming the border, <clears throat> this snatch and grab what's going on. I mean, you're talking millions of dollars worth of merchandise and people getting hurt. But yeah. what's going to happen? It's going to stop because I'm telling you right now, you're going to get one of these mom and pop store owners that their whole life depends on that business and they're going to shoot them. I guarantee yeah. you. And you know what? Rightfully what so. You're on, you're on private property. You are trying to come into my store. You are rampaging my store and i'm going to protect myself because i feel my life is in danger on my property you know i know in texas you have well you know what's happening out here um the sheriff valenzuela not valenzuela i'm very bad with names but he is now making it very easy for people to carry permits in california because he hates the uh, da who's the worst and he said the soros the the soros appointed da why is Soros walking the street? He should be in prison. Yep. He's in, to me, he's an enemy of the state. 
He's no yeah. better than than a, a, a Russian spy or something. He's the worst. I mean, here's a man. People go, oh, Soros. Yeah, here's a man who's Jewish who sold his people out to the Nazis to save his own ass. So you, what kind of guy is he? And, and when they asked him about it, he said, you know, they asked him if he would do it again. And he said, well, if I didn't do it, somebody else would have. So, Oh, that's no really great. Isn't that great? No heart. No yeah. heart whatsoever. So all these people went to the gas chamber so you could save your ass and come to our country and ruin it. But his day's coming. His day. Yeah, you know I what? So. I believe in the scripture, too. It, all their days are coming. Their days are up. Basically, they're they're on their way out because the American people. I I believe most people are good people. They're bad people, but I think most people are good people. I think most American. We're a great country of great people, and I think we've just been sold the bill of goods. And I don't know why. What did Donald Trump do wrong? What did he do? He did exactly what he said he was going to do. Get he was a threat to the back. established politicians, yeah. He was the but outsider. Why? Yeah, but so was Obama. He was the city coordinator. He had no political panache when he got in. He had Sor he had Soros. He had Hillary. Soros. Yeah. He had the left. But I know a lot of black dudes out here that didn't like him. Yeah. I didn't like everyone him. I didn't thinks, vote for him. I tried to wake up. Everyone to thinks, oh, because if everyone that's black is liberal. I said BS. I mean, why I grew up. Most of the blacks I was around were and families were very conservative, hardworking yep. guys that worked that wanted their kids to go to college because they didn't have a chance like my father. And they were very like religious, conservative. They weren't flamboyant at all. That's a bunch of baloney. And they weren't liberal at all. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, they were actually very strict. That That's the heritage that the black community has in this country. Very faith based, very much conservative. Uh, They're very conservative. Yeah, very conservative. The but Democrats then, you know, I think that's where the that's where the the devil, the enemy of us, the enemy of people of life, the enemy wow. of uh, of uh, of truth, you know, he'll use all these emotional entanglements to suck a person into if they believe they're a victim and owed something, then you know, they'll they'll jump on it emotionally just to support somebody because of the color of his skin. What would you think if I was president and you found a picture of me hugging the head of the Nazi party? or the head of the KKK. You think I'd be out of business? Oh, 100%. Well, isn't there a picture of Obama hugging and smiling with Louis Farrakhan? Oh, yeah. Who they call the Black Hitler? Yeah. Okay. Nothing. Yep. Nothing. Same with uh, same with Obama's former pastor, you know, that said oh, G. Totally. Right. He Reverend was very right. much a racist. Yeah, of right. And then yep. how about Bill Ayers, who was one of the weathermen, a bomber that killed people? Remember, he was a terrorist during the 60s, and yeah. that was one of his one of his best friends. I go, okay, are you are you judged by the company you keep? Well, there you go. Yeah. If there's anybody that should have been judged, it should have been him. All right, I want to get over to your documentary. I think this has been great. I uh oh the other yeah. the one other thing. And I you to see, get I'm not that these. I'm not that radical, David. I just I I just <laughs> love the, I, I just love this country so much, and it you know I, at my age, I'm really. It really makes me sad. I mean, I, I yeah. come back, I go, this is so unfair. This election was so unfair. What's going on with people being robbed? Listen, you know, I go to the bank. A lot of the girls that work at the bank, you know, a lot of them are Latinos, you know, and they're working every day. They got a few kids. They can't afford $6 a gallon for gas because they can't afford to live in L.A. proper. So they live in Palmdale. They live, they might live, drive 120 miles a day. 
back and forth. Wow. Six dollars a gallon. And they're just working people, you know. Yeah. So between that and daycare and stuff, it's it's it, and, and that's what's waking people up. They said, we're dying. We can't make it. I don't know how we're going to do it. I don't know. Where we're going to pay the bills. How are we going to feed you, my kids? Are you seeing those little Joe stickers that say I did that on your gas pumps out there next to the prices of gas? No, I got to get see that. <laughs> oh, it's a picture are, of Joe Biden says I it's did a little that? sticker of Joe when he's pointing and people are putting it right next to the price of, ga- of gas oh, yeah, on the pump. Oh, and it's cool. Joe saying I did that. We traveled. We drove to Northern California in our motor coach a couple weeks ago for Thanksgiving. Oh, we God. saw him at pumps all the way really? to California and in California. How about at, at that thing in Florida? Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, all day, baby. <laughs> and a guy goes, are they saying let's kill Joe Biden? I go, see, who told you that? No, it's from a NASCAR race, you idiot. Yeah. And they were going, and they thought they were saying, let's go Brandon to the winner. And that wasn't quite what was being said. But that no, is really not. becoming a, an anthem, isn't it? It is very much so. So getting yep. to my documentary, I... Share a little a prelude, and then I got a video that's like a, a great okay. video that uh, okay. uh, kind of summarizes and covers what some of what people will see. But yeah. go ahead and give us a little prelude, then well, I'll show this. The video this clip. was uh, the, these two filmmakers were doing a documentary on my brother called 40 Years of Rocky, which was mm-hmm. a retrospect of Rocky. So I met the guy, he goes, Hey, would you, would you do an interview for this? I go, Absolutely. Uh, they did a documentary before on John Avelson, who directed Rocky and won the Academy Award called King of the Underdogs, which is actually very well done. So I said, sure, of course I will. So I did the thing. And then they talked with their partners after talking to me for like two days about the movie. They said, listen, we got a proposition. I go, what's that? We'd like to do a documentary on you. I go, me? I guess, are you serious? I mean, I've said I've been beaten up for the last 45 years for, for whatever reason. I said, are you serious? They said, yeah, we find your career is interesting because you've done so much and people don't know what you've done. And you've survived with this 800 pound gorilla hanging over you as quasi Rocky Rambo, whatever. Right. You still, this will be your 55th year in show business. 55 years. I started in 1965, maybe 56 years, 56 years. Wow. And how did you do it? How did you not lose your mind? All of a sudden you were this rock star on the rise. Rocky comes out and overnight you become Rocky's brother. You're not Frank Sloan anymore. You're like this fictitious person. There is no Rocky, but I'm his brother, by the way. And so all of a sudden they're thinking, oh, well, well, he just picked up a guitar last week. Well, at that point, I've been a professional musician 12 years, playing every dive and dump you can imagine around the country. So, but along the way, I did, I've done 78 movies, some really good ones, you know, Tombstone, Hudson Hawk, Barfly, now one that's out, Christmas, Fred Claus. And I've done a lot of bad movies too, but you know, close to 80 movies. So I said, okay. So I've made a lot of wonderful friends along the way. So I, I said, call them and see if they want to be in my documentary. So from that, uh, Danny Aiello, like I said before, Joe Montaigne, my brother, Arnold, uh, Geraldo Rivera, Talia Shire, Burt Young, Christopher McDonald, Billy D. Williams, all that stuff. Um, so a lot of people, but I wasn't there during the interviews. I said, listen, I want to hear it straight. If they think I'm an idiot, fine, whatever. Put it in the movie. It makes it real. Wow. And and the most important thing, my mother's in it, God rest her soul, my aunt, my cousin, people, and also my band members from 1965. 
I said, because you can't start here. You got to start from point A to point B. I mean, as a teenager. And so I got all them. A few of them have passed since. But uh, and it was just great to see them and have them saying, you know, we were in it because we wanted to meet the girls. We knew where parents were going to make us go to college. They go, not Frank. He was in it to win it, man. He was like hardcore, man. He didn't have any girlfriends like we did because I knew girlfriends wrecked every band I've been in. Everyone has a girlfriend destroys the band because it's it's usually my band. But here, this is how it starts. Well, how come Frank sings all the songs? Your songs are just as good. So this starts. Then the girls get together like a bunch of magpies, and all of a sudden, guy goes, "Yeah," and they empower their boyfriends who aren't that great. They're okay, and then it breaks up the group. So I just said, "No girls allowed." You go on tour, you're out. Out. So we get into that. We get into how I survive. Even my brother says, I don't know how he does it. I couldn't do it. Sly says, I couldn't do it. I couldn't stand up to that ridicule. No way. Wow. And my mother. Of just being know, Rocky's little brother or Ray Yeah, if it was brother, reversed, being... he couldn't yeah. handle it. He admits it. He goes, Frank's wow. anywhere as talented as I am in what I try to do. He goes, it's just, I, he goes, I don't know how he does it. It's, it's just perseverance. But what it comes down to, David, is a belief in myself. I believed in myself. Even though I didn't have a pot to pee in, I believed in myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I lived when Rocky came out, seriously, in Trenton, New Jersey. I lived in an $80 a month apartment. $80. Oh, wow. I was making no money. And so I did a guest appearance in Rocky because th- that was the only thing they could afford, my band. I think we got 140 bucks each. Okay. Who, did I know the movie was going to be nominated for 10 Academy Awards? Of course not. And I just got crucified. I mean, just mm-hmm. crucified. Not, not for, and now I can't sing, I can't play, I can't do this. But before we were like the, you know, Taste of the Month Club, like in New Jersey. We were like the biggest band there. And it just, it, and most people would have quit. I think most people either would have put their mouth on a tailpipe or, or just quit. You know, I mean, it's just, it was brutal. And, and and that's the story. But the story is perseverance, belief in oneself uh, against all odds. And a lot of people have done that. Listen, you know, I mean, I'm not the only guy, but a lot of people, you know, have have persevered. Whatever handicaps they have, you know, I get I get this a lot. Well, I know what you mean, man. My brother in high school played football. I go, wait a second. That's like local. That's in a neighborhood. This is <laughs> yeah, on a worldwide basis. International superstar. Yeah. yeah, that your that your brother was a better dunker in basketball than you are. I mean, that's a little yeah. different than like totally different. Rocky in me. You're so you local. Bless him for, you gotta bless him for trying to empathize with you, but there's, yeah, there's but no, they, there's I no said, comparison. I said, you know what? I'm sitting on this pill. I said it's not even close, man. I said No. You you know, cause what? It's over if you graduate high school, no one thinks about it. For me, exactly. it's been 45 years of it. Wow. And I still get it. So when I did Staying Alive and all of a sudden had the hit records and, and you know, the Golden Globe nomination, the, you know, all that stuff like that, I figured, okay, thank God, finally, after almost 20 years in the trenches. I didn't have my first hit records. I was 33 years old. I started wow. at 15. I figured it would go never. Hey, still- Rocky's brother has a hit. It's like, oh. Christ Almighty, man! I said, well, that, I, I mean, that was that's that's saying something, right? St- staying alive with John Travolta, uh, Sly's directing it. You've got, yeah. uh, you know, well, when they I find said, out the story, why I'm in it. 
oh, he's only in it because his brother. I said, okay, right. here we go. First of all, Hollywood, as you know, David, it's not that generous. They don't put your songs right. in a movie because your brother is involved. They're in right. to make money. That has right. to be the right song. It's just that the Bee Gees had walked off the movie. And so they went after Hall and Oates. They went after Billy Joel, and they didn't want to do it. And I had been writing all these songs with no luck, bringing them into the studio, all my songs being turned down. And finally, it was the last resort. So John heard my music, and he goes, it's John so desperate. John Travolta, he goes, yeah. he's really locked into it because he's desperate to have something happen. As my character in the movie, Tony Manaro, is desperate to make it. So he... I think he picked up, I think it was a train of thought. He picked up on what I was going through. As Well, didn't when he hear it, I, I saw one of your interviews. Didn't when he first hear it, he was like, I like it. I like it. Who is it? And then what did oh, Sly yeah. say? He goes, it's Frankie. And he looked at me <laughs> like I was Fredo, like Frank. Like I was like the court jester, like this idiot that couldn't do anything. I was wow. like, well, yeah, you know, he wrote it. You know what I mean? But when I was sitting there watching two talking, I was laughing because it was like Barbarino meets Rocky. Yeah, you know, it's weird, guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You know, so these two guys were like, oh! <laughs> very hey, but 11, 11 hit songs later, right? 11 songs in that movie. Yeah, man. And, and uh, then, you know, the other things happened. But you know what? It was, it was there, it was fleeting. And then all of a sudden, I, I, I kind of almost had to go back. It's, like I'm always going back to square one, starting over again. Hmm. So, you know, I was on the verge with RCA Records for my first album. Then Rocky came up. Then uh, that ran its course. Then all of a sudden, no one wanted Frank Stallone and his band and RCA Records. Back and forth. So it's been uh, square one, square ten, square one. So that's where it's been. Most people have gone out of their mind. So I'm serious. Most people, have, I mean, people have jumped off the Hollywood signs for less. You know what I mean? Wow. I mean, but I just had a belief and, and I believe that it was a gift from God. I really, because mm. I didn't have a great upbringing, but my brother and I did not have a great upbringing. We didn't have the most supportive parents and stuff like that. A lot of fighting and all, you know, a lot of stuff. it's in the movie. And I believe it was a divine intervention of Christ, because if I didn't have it, where would my life be? Where mm. would I be if I didn't have that release to write music. Same with my brother. You know, we were not good students at all. We weren't stupid. We just, I think we just, now I look back, we must have major ADD because we were not good students at all. And, uh, but that's okay. You know, Sam Walton didn't do bad. He went to the eighth grade, right? right? So a lot of guys that are, I don't think Elon Musk went to college. He did okay. I think he's all right. Yeah. I think yeah. that what we need in this country right now more than ever are to see and listen and be inspired by stories like yours, Frank. Uh, and I think that's exactly what this movie, this documentary will do. So I'm going to play the, I'm going to play this clip now of your documentary. We'll come back and chat okay. it up afterwards. Sure, right? man. You got it. I know exactly the day I opened my mouth to sing. It was a Sunday, all the relatives over the house. It was an old Italian song. And I didn't know what the hell the words were. I was like six, seven years old. It was, it combate. All of a sudden, I just start singing along with it. It just seemed natural. For some reason, it was effortless for me. I never had a pitch problem. I could just sing. Please welcome Frank Stallone. 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 In his 
world and his talent. He's, you know, every bit as good as I am at what I try to do. He's a five-tool guy. He can sing, he can act, he can perform, he can write, and he can fight like a son of a bitch. He was always kind of performing. He had this kind of theatrical thing. Frank was always kind of on. He sings his ass off, always did. Frank has style, and Frank has endurance. He likes to talk a lot. <laughs> he can talk. He's a force. He's the real deal. Everybody knows, yeah, he did a little doo-wop thing in the first Rocky film, but they think, oh, that's cute. You know, Sylvester had his brother sing a little thing at the beginning. And then you dig deeper and you find out, wow, this guy's a tremendous musical artist in his own right. It was something I was born to do. And I was able for once in my life to be able to show people what I could do. This is the chance of a lifetime. He was into music 24 hours a day and knew that was his calling. He never quit. I don't think the public took him serious. People are going to be thinking of Sylvester Stallone. You just think of him as soon as you see Frank. It's not easy because you live in the shadow and every time you get a great job, you know, people say you probably got that because of your brother. He didn't. He got this because of his talent. He's gone through hell. I mean, they would put signs up appearing tonight. Rocky's brother. Rocky's brother. Oh, man, come on. I felt like a complete and absolute failure. Frank, I'm sure, knew what he was getting himself into. He just loved to play. Seems like that beating I gave you last night must have rattled your belt, huh? I always wonder, what has kept me in this game? But, you know, I just keep coming back to I love it. Wow, Love it, brother. Love I haven't, that. I haven't seen that. Wow, God, seeing my dear mother. Wow. But yeah. it but 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 it is that's what the movie's like. You would think it would be like really depressing. You know, I was never a drug person. You know, I like to drink, but I was never um, uh, you know, I didn't fall into the pitfalls of that because I knew this is it. This is what I this is my ticket to happiness or whatever I'm going to do. So I kind of always kept my uh, head on straight with that stuff. And I think, you know, for my age, I've been able to hold on pretty good. You know, most people don't think I'm that old unless a girl comes up and goes, wow, man. I'm like, wow, what a hot looking chick. And then you go, God, my mother loved your music. I go, <laughs> so I'm at that age. Like, you know, when grandma, you know, now I know what Bobby Vinton goes through and all these people. Yeah, man, my mom really liked your song. I was kind of more interested in you, but I got to pass on that one. But uh, I think I can't wait to watch your documentary myself, brother. I think that that's exactly, yeah. especially after, you know, we're still in the middle of this supposed pandemic, you know, where we're still reeling. People are still no. out of work. Businesses are st shut down or people are being forced out of work because they're refusing to get the jab. Uh, you know, people are being hit left, right and center every yeah. single day yeah. and they need a reason to hope and to have faith. And I think that your life story, brother, and that documentary is going to do that for people. So where can they find that documentary? Uh, that's on Amazon well, Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. It's now free. Uh, it's on Google Play and iTunes. And it's and, free. You know, wow. Yeah, it's free. And I, you know, I, uh, unlike other people, I do answer my Instagram and Facebook when people write me. I mean, when they write something stupid, hey, you know, I really like Rocky. Uh, can I get an autograph? Next. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But I can't, you know, some people are so stupid. You know, they walk up to me and go, 
Hey, man, I really dig Rocky. I go, thank you, so do I. It's a, <laughs> yeah. you know, what's it like being Rocky's brother? I said, first of all, it's a fictitious character. Right. It's like me walking up to Boris Karloff's star. Hey, what's it like being the monster's daughter? It's like, you know, hello. Some people are very dense. But I, I'm if on Instagram, Frank.Stallone. And on Facebook, it's at Frank Stallone. As you know, I keep it simple because, you know, my memory goes sometimes. But uh, and I do answer. I do answer my Instagrams. But you know nice. what? You could have. I know you have 1.4 million followers. So you would think, hopefully, that I'd get a lot of action on Instagram. But I'm still at 158,000 people. And it has not moved. So wow. I'm wondering, did someone forget to turn it back on? Is it algorithms? I'll say something. Like during the thing in Afghanistan, I kind of voiced my opinion. It is not our policy. You know, you get the banner. Yeah. I said 13 Americans just got blown up and killed. So it's not your policy. So in other words, Al-Qaeda can go on, you know, on Twitter, but Frank Stallone can't. I mean, this is where it is. These yeah. people... Seriously, and leaving. Mark Zuckerberg, Dorsey, they should go to prison. And they probably will for antitrust laws. And I hope they get shut down and get someone that... No, we're not talking about people. You know, David, I understand that people are going on using these things. Well, let's go out and shoot people. Let's build bombs. I get that. Yeah, that's totally, terrible. That's wrong. 100%. But for someone voicing an opinion, whether they use foul language or not, it, that's part of what we are. We're part of it. Yeah. I don't like what everyone else says all the time, but I'm not going to sit there because if I muzzle them, I'm muzzling myself, right? Yep. I mean, just think of Martin Luther King today. You don't think oh, he'd, he'd, get, he'd get shadow banned or banned oh. completely. And he was like the most peaceful guy in the world. And th and believe me, these kids, these guys now never went through what he went through. No. I mean, you're talking no. about people throwing rocks, getting beat up, thrown. never because they didn't have yeah. the social media. So what he went through is 8,000 times worse than what guys go through now. Not even close. Yep. yep. But he would have been shadow banned. Oh, yeah. 100%. And Al Sharpton wouldn't have been shadow banned. Right. Is Al Sharpton's head getting bigger or is it just his shoulder? He looks I think like his a body's Tyrannosaurus just getting really small. I think his body's getting really small. And so, he yes. looks like a T-Rex. Like he has this big <laughs> head and this little body with his eyes. Does he? No, really. He's yeah. like... I can He's see like, that. If, if James Brown was a Tyrannosaurus Rex, that would be Al Sharpton. I mean, I don't know what's wrong with this guy. And he's another bozo. That be careful. They're going to call you a racist. Oh, God. Show. Even though you're on my show, they're going to call both of us okay. racist. <laughs> okay. Who can I go after? That's why. Jerry Lee Lewis. Okay. We'll go after him. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't get away with anything. But, David, it was lovely uh, being on your show. It was great meeting you and your lovely wife. And uh, it was so great, good man. to meet you. Oh, I'm so happy you have it, and I'm really looking forward to that my pillow topper because my topper just topped. To tell you the truth, nice. Well, perfect timing then. Yeah, California. I'll, uh, King, I'll have baby. that sent out. I, I put my uh, "Let's Go Brandon" sweatshirt on too. I, oh, I, to me, it's like it's like part Hell's Angels, Grateful Dead. You know, it's yeah, like, it's like Jerry Burst. 2021. Oh, that is so classic, man. Isn't that oh, good? I'm gonna wear that thing, brother. I guarantee All you right. that. I'll send well, it out. Thank you, David, for having me on, and God thank bless you, everyone. Frank. And we are Americans, so we don't, we don't, we don't take, the, we don't take a knee. We go for it. We'll go for That's it. That's right. It comes around, like Joe Lewis said, man. We are always on the right side because, you know, he says we will always win because God is on our side. <laughs>
100%, brother. And I just okay, pray, man. I'm going to pray for you. I always pray for my guests. I, I just pray, Frank, for you that God would just continue to expand your reach, your, your intellect, your knowledge, and your passion for truth and for justice. It is righteous. God is on your side. He's with you. He's giving you that voice just as he gave you those talents. And I just, uh, I just declare that your voice is going to begin to expand and expound to farther and greater uh, places and destinations. Your voice is needed, especially right now with what we are going through as a country and the world. Your voice and your passion is needed. And I just pray God would expand your tent pegs, expand your reach, give you new platforms, and uh, would continue to bless you and honor you and bless your family in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, David. Really appreciate it. Amen. I'll talk brother. to you soon, my brother. Thank you so much, Frank, for being okay. on. We'll talk soon. I'll get to okay. that stuff sent. You got it, man. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Friends, there you have it. The one and only Frank Stallone. Please get over to Google Play or get over to Amazon and check out his documentary. It's free. Stallone. Frank, that is. Go check it out and share it with family and friends and share this podcast or this video with 10, 15, 25 of your friends and get over to his Instagram page and his Facebook page and follow him over there. Help him fight the censorship that a lot of us are fighting. I'm currently battling it as, as well. So Frank.Stallone over there on, uh, on Instagram and then do your search for Frank Stallone on Facebook. It'll pop up. And don't forget to get over to MyPillow.com and use that code TRUMP2020 and get yourself something nice for yourself or family for Christmas. God bless. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show.